0: To Grace Travels. We are so honored that you have decided to join us in receiving God's love and embrace just for your lives today because we continue to focus prayers for our nations on love and unification each and every opportunity. Why, family, we are reminding this world that division has ended at the cross. Say it with me. Division has ended at the cross. It is a love and unification. Unification and the love of God that shall progress and proceed in the name of Jesus, over your lives today. And before we begin, we want to encourage you as always, and can we encourage you today to declare our Grace Travels affirmation over your lives. this day, I receive total unification with God's heart that is leading me toward increased revelation and reception of not only God's heart, but God's purpose, God's word, and God's unconditional love which identifies who I am in Christ Jesus. We are expectant, as always, with you, family. And we're gonna go right into today's prayer scripture focus, which will be coming out of Ephesians 1 and 6 through 7. Again, today's prayer scripture focus will be coming out of Ephesians chapter one, verses six and seven. We will be reading from the Passion Translation as well as the New Living Translation. We will begin reading at verse 5 for context purposes. Ephesians 1, 5 reads, For it was always in his perfect plan to adopt us as his delightful children through our union with Jesus. The anointed one so that his tremendous love that cascades over us would glorify his grace for the same love he has for the beloved Jesus he has for us and this unfolding plan brings him great pleasure verse 7 since we are now joined to Christ we have been given the treasures of redemption by his blood the total cancellation of our sins, all because of the cascading riches of his grace. That was the Passion Translation. The New Living Translation, First 5, reads, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. Verse seven, he is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins so rich in kindness and grace. I love that, love that. So we're gonna focus on one key word here, and it is of course gonna be our Greek word of the week. And it's the word used here for redemption, redemption. I know that that is a very power packed word, right? It is something that it's so impactful. To just know that redemption exists for you and redemption is part of you. Like that is who you are. You are redeemed. That is identity. So really, and I know we talk about identity pretty often here, but it is a huge, impactful message that tends to be at the forefront of a lot of conversations, to be perfectly honest, whether we're even thinking about bringing identity up or not it always seems to revert back our conversations at least mine I can't speak for everyone's but at least my conversations always tend to revert to identity interestingly enough word for redemption and thank you and it faints as always for your grace with my pronunciation (laughs) it's known as apolutrosis apolutrosis and of course it means that redemption right but it also stands for deliverance uh, liberation procured by the payment of a ransom and i love this word a release affected by payment of a ransom The release of a thing is huge right and in the original greek i love that it's speaking towards that payment of ransom it's really saying that you have been bought with the price of all prices you are invaluable right you are invaluable to god yeah the creator of the universe, the king of the universe, right? You are invaluable, my family. That's who you are. That's your your identity. And I think so many situations come that, that really attempt to alter our understanding of our value, right? Just to know your value and change a perspective of a situation at the snap of a finger. Really, Mm -hmm. when you think about it, right? just a brief moment to take a look at some of the defined terms for release in its verb of it all, the action of it all. It is known as being set free, right? From restraint, from confinement or servitude, to relieve from something that confines burdens or oppresses, to give up in favor of another, to relinquish, to give permission for performance or to make available for something and I love some of the words that are used in conjunction or sometimes in lieu of released which are delivered right liberated which we stated before freed right unburdened I like that one and unimpeded Right, all of those are just like yes. (laughs) Loosed—that's another one that's typically used. But just to know that yes, you are unburdened today. That's who you. That's who you are meant and called to be. Unimpeded, freed, liberated, delivered, released. (laughs) And actually, I like to think of it as this way: that if those those actions are not taking place in and throughout every area of my life physically mentally spiritually emotionally right if i am not free right unburdened in any manner or capacity in and throughout every area of my life, we know that that is a version that is truly not us, right? That is not us. And to take that a step further, because of that, the full capacity and extent of who God has created in us to be and to flourish forth in life is stifled, Right in a way, it's stifled and it's stagnant. And so I really want to encourage you and we'll come back to that in a moment, but here in Ephesians one and six, just going back to Ephesians one and six, I love this verse because it reminds us that Jesus is known here as the beloved, right? God called Jesus his beloved. And even before any act of service or miracle that was performed in Mark 1, 9 through 11, God called Jesus his beloved. So it's important to know there, it's well-pleasing to our Father, our Heavenly Father not because of what was done, not because of what is done, but because of who you are. You are His Beloved. Mm-hmm. Jesus just like Jesus did not have to do anything to accomplish anything before He was considered beloved and pleasing. It is true for any receiver, believer in Jesus, in God. God the Father made you accepted in the beloved. And here we know that it is in reference to Jesus. Beloved here is used in reference to Jesus. God wants us to know here that we are now part of the family as well. And you are beloved to him the same way that Jesus is. Because God really could have just said, oh, accepted, you know, accepted in the Jesus Christ. No. No received that beloved that belonging that is family yeah the word accepted in the original greek is the word charitou and it means highly favored it's highly favored it's only used one other time in the word of god which was in luke 1 and 28 Mm -hmm. this was when the angel gabriel appeared to mary which to me in itself is so powerful because you know where I'm going, family. Yes, that was the time, the moment that the angel appeared and let Mary know that she would be conceiving Jesus, like birthing Jesus, the Messiah, the chosen one for our generations to come. Like, wow. Just thinking of that word being only used (laughs) those many times just two times in the word of god and one of them is here and it's referencing to you to birth for there's so much that's where that stagnation is not part of who you are Mm -hmm. that earthing is who you are in every area and direction of your life i want you to be encouraged family with that Yes, no family with that. There may be some labor pains, right? There may be some labor pains. There may be a long length of time, right? When the processing of it all, but know that it is coming to pass. It is going to come to pass in Jesus name. Mm-hmm. That birthing of newness of freedom of that ransomed life you are free so I want you to be encouraged in your value in life your value in Christ yeah you are invaluable I want you to know that when you are invaluable to Christ in him you are beloved you are not just accepted in the beloved which is really fantastic but you are highly favored in the beloved yeah in Jesus Christ yeah, charity, too, means that we are surrounded by favor, highly favored, yeah? However, affirmation and reminder of that acceptance. You are absolutely invaluable. You are not alone right? Jesus loves you. Your father in heaven loves you, favors you, watches over, protects you. He loves you so very much. So we're just going to pray for it in our redemption, our invaluable identity in Christ, our accepted, highly favored, beloved destiny. Heavenly father, we thank you now for just your immense love for us. We thank you for keeping us in your beauty, in your Thank you for calling us accepted into the beloved. We thank you for being that highly favored one, invaluable, redeemed, ransomed one. We thank you for just leading our lives with that at the forefront in every area and direction of our lives, every area, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Yes, we want physically. Yes, we know and we shall see that re- even physically. Yes, healing in the name of Jesus. Yes, in Jesus' name. No evil shall befall or come near us. No infirmity shall befall or come near us. We stand firm on who you are and who it is that you have created in us to be. We thank you for just those moments where we are able to see that birthing process through. We thank you for birthing newness and hope wholeness and fullness protection everything that we are in need of today we thank you for earthing that forth in every direction of our lives highly favored ones in jesus name we pray amen say la until next time god loves you family so much we love you as well god's many blessings upon blessings over your lives and your loved ones lives and grace travels to you